Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's been incredibly windy here. We had a really hard time sleeping last night because it's crazy windstorms, like a rattle in the house and blowing limbs down. It's just nuts out there. Um, have a quick thing for you today. Um, we didn't sleep much. I've got early day today, so I'm, I'm just going to give you a quick thing because I think it's important. Several of the closest people to me in my life um, right now are dealing with kind of being overwhelmed. Um, there's just a lot of things going on. Um, some people from different former parts of our lives are dealing with impossibly hard things. They're feeling overwhelmed. Um, several of my inner circle people, including me, have so many plates spinning that they just feel kind of um, kind of overwhelmed. And, and I and I thought um, about several months ago, I did an episode that I called Trauma Rounds. I'm not playing that for you today, but but the concept is sometimes something pops up kind of short notice you don't have time to deal with it very much and it's kind of like a trauma code at the hospital like something comes up and you just need to deal with it right now because it's so important and i know that since it's action april that one of the things john bevere one of my favorite writers always says is that when you are about to have your big breakthrough or when you finally get started towards your your big thing that god's been calling you to that's when you're going to face the steepest opposition like every time and it's true if i look back on my life every time i was about to finally get a big thing done or finally reach some level that i've been trying to strive for there's always some kind of big time opposition right around it why because the enemy doesn't want you to have those big wins he doesn't want you to be uh, have more influence more kingdom influence to other people he doesn't want you to feel happy he doesn't want you to to get on your feet and get going because he wants you to not be a good witness for other people he wants you to not be encouraged he wants you to feel hopeless because that's the only power he has he's already lost the battle right so it made me think about this trauma rounds concept and I was kind of not sleeping last night and thinking about the 700 things that are going on in my head. And I know Lisa's dealing with 700 things and everybody that we're close to right now just kind of feels like there's too many things happening. And that's the the resistance that you get right before the big breakthrough. And that's what's happening with Action April. So whatever you're pressing through, what you're swapping something fake for something real, whatever you're going through, whatever you're getting after, you're going to get some opposition. And let me tell you about a trauma code in the hospital. So we're all, you know, in the hospital doing our thing. The the general surgeons are doing their gallbladder surgery and I'm doing my back surgery and everybody's, the nurses are doing their things. And all of a sudden you get a, a, a call overhead from the ER that there's a trauma. And the people who are on call for the trauma team drop what they're doing and they run to the ER and we all gather down there and we wait for the patient to come in and we're just, we just, stop what we're doing and we deal with the trauma because that's the most important thing right then. And I'm just going to give you this this little nugget, okay? The dealing with overwhelm is a is a, is a trauma code in your life. Like if you're so overwhelmed that you can't seem to get your train of thought going, you know, in a useful direction if you can't stop thinking about 700 things so that you can actually deal with one thing then that's a trauma you need to you need to push the button and activate the trauma code and get the trauma team down there let me tell you how it works in the hospital so in the hospital we have a a trauma cart okay we have a we have a, a this cart that's got everything on it that we might need quickly to be able to put our hands on to stop somebody from bleeding or secure somebody's airway or take some blood out of somebody's chest or do something that might be immediately life-threatening so we can get that 
particular thing or that set of particular things stabilized enough that we can actually get down to what's the big problem for the patient. Here's a good example. Somebody has a car crash, right, and they roll their car, they get ejected, the car sets on fire, they get burned a little bit, whatever happens, happens, and these people come in. And we've got to quickly put our eyes on why is the blood pressure so low? Why is the heart rate so high? Why does it look like he's got 17 things bleeding? Why is that, you know, what's that bone sticking out of his leg? We had to quickly be able to grab stuff out of the cart and start putting pressure on bleeding points, putting tourniquets on things, putting um, um, external fixators on broken bones that are sticking out to sort of quickly get the thing stabilized. And that's sort of like in my new book, I talk about a concept called prehab, that things that you do to be prepared for the big, massive events that come along so you'll have some tools to deal with them so you're ready, right? That's the trauma card. And for me, the best thing you can do is is scripture, to have a whole bunch of scripture in your head and in your heart or on your phone or in a file somewhere that what am I going to do with the next time I feel really overwhelmed? And here's what it is. So in the, in the trauma round setting, okay, in the trauma code setting, it's like, oh, this thing's bleeding. Grab that bandage. Oh, this bone's sticking out. Grab that fixator. Oh, the pelvis is unstable. Grab that belt, and we're going to put it around them really quick. It, oh, there's there's a pneumothorax. Grab that chest tube. We've got all the tools we need in that cart right there. And when you're having overwhelm, here's what's happening. You're, you're bleeding from too many points. You can't get your energy and your strength about you because you've got too many things going on in your head. And when you're when you're thinking about everything, you can't do anything. Christine Kane likes to remind us that when it feels like everything's happening to you, it doesn't mean it's about you. Like sometimes there's stuff happening around you. There's so much going on that your, your brain is so divided that you start to think everything is about you. That that you know everybody's against you and nobody pays attention to you and nobody wants to publish your book and 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 you, you aren't ever going to get ahead financially and, and nobody respects you and you used to have a better life than you have now and just all these things start spinning out, right? And if you're wondering why everything is happening to you, you can't see what God's trying to do through you. The enemy's trying to confuse you with all these assaults on your brain, all these bleeding points, all these bones that are sticking out. That's that's overwhelm, okay? Now, we talked about the three mindset things to get ready for Action April. Get right about who you are and real about what you want and clear how to get there. And what happens is you get overwhelmed. You get too many things happening in your head, and you can't think about any of those important things. So in the trauma code situation... We have to be ready to quickly stabilize those little things that are draining the patient of blood or exposing the patient to infection or starving them of oxygen so that we can actually then go to the OR and fix the big thing and get after it for the patient, right? So here's here's a set of things in the trauma card for you, you know. Oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm so concerned about these 25 things and I can't figure out which one I need to think about and I, and, I, and I can't get traction on any of them, so I just need to go and have a glass of wine and go to sleep. Well, the, the better thing to do would be, oh, my goodness, I've got 25 things in my mind. Psalm 94, 18 says, I'm sorry, 94, 19 says, when the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. I've got all these things going on, but God, hey, you promised you'd cheer me up. You promised you'd help me out if I think about you for a minute. So I'm just going to think about you for just a second. And guess what he'll do? He'll step in. Oh, my goodness, everything is so hard. I don't understand why why nothing seems to be going right for me. And Jesus says, John 14, 1, do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. That's a bandage you can grab out of that trauma card and rip it open and apply it to that pressure point of feeling like the world is too hard for you, right?
when it feels like there's 25 things happening, 700 things happening, the weight of the world is on you. Second Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 says we have troubles all around us, but we're not defeated. We do not know what to do, but we don't give up the hope of living. We are persecuted, but God doesn't leave us. We are hurt sometimes, but we're not destroyed. We're weary and we're so tired and we say things like, I can't remember not being tired. I'm so tired of being so tired. And right there on the trauma card, Matthew eighteen, Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. And we say, I don't remember the last time I felt peace in my heart. I'm so stressed out all the time. I got so many things going on. I can't clear my eyes even long enough to take a breath. And we reach into the trauma card. And John 16, 33 says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart. I've already overcome the world. And we say, gosh, I just, I can't carry it anymore. I, I feel like I'm crumbling under the weight of all these things that I'm dealing with. And right there on the trauma card, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares about you. That's like, I'm, I'm dealing with it and I can't get this thing stopped. I can't figure out how to clamp this artery. So I, I toss that over to another surgeon who's on the other side of the table and has a better angle on it. And they're able to clamp it off and, and we, and we get the situation under control. We cast our anxiety on him because he cares for you. Then we say, I just don't have the strength to do this anymore. I, I just can't. I'm, I'm draining out. I'm bleeding out. My hemoglobin's too low. I just I can't do it anymore. I'm bleeding out, and I'm and I'm not going to make it. And I'm going into you know I'm going into V-fib, and I'm gonna I'm just going to die here. And he says, Hang on a second. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. You can't do CPR on yourself, friend. You can't. You can't do CPR on yourself. When you're that weak, you got to have the trauma team come in and step up and do the chest compressions until you're going again. Second Corinthians twelve nine. He says, "Hey, I'll do this. When you're weak, that's when I'm strong. I'll take care of it." I'm just trying to make the point that if you preload, if you start your day with a few minutes and give yourself some power, put these scriptures in your heart, put them in your phone in a file somewhere where you can access them easily, like a trauma card, you'll start to feel less overwhelmed. You'll remember, first of all, having that preload, that prehab gives you perspective that you're not the first person that's ever felt this way. You're not the only person that even currently feels this way. And there are tools available to you when you do feel this way right? And that's what we do in the trauma situation. We, we start putting bandages and tourniquets and fixators on things so we can get those little things under control. We get all that noise and distraction that's hurting our patient out of the way so we, we can get after the, the real thing. So that's what's happening with you with Action April, friend. You're getting ready to break through with something. You're, you're getting back in church. You're, you're finally putting that habit out of place that, that's been hurting you for a long time. You finally got that relationship straightened out. You're finally going to get your financial house in order, and you're feeling all these distractions and all this discouragement, and the enemy's after you because he doesn't want you to have that breakthrough. And you are going to get all that stuff squared away because you got your trauma cart ready. You're prepared, and you're going to handle it. So when it starts poking its head up again, you're going to say, hang on a second. I've been through this before. I know what to do in that situation. I'm going to put some staples on that real quick and get back to my business, right? And you can stop then worrying about tomorrow because you got a plan for tomorrow. That's why Matthew 6.34 says don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's why Isaiah 41 says do not fear 
for I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You don't have to worry about having the power to get through Action April or through Tuesday or through Wednesday or through whatever day because he says, I got it. I got this for you. And then what happens is you start this this preload process and you know your trauma cart's ready and you know you've got a plan to deal with whatever comes along. Then you can lay your head on the pillow at night and say Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So that's trauma rounds for you today. I'm just giving you some concepts. Like like we have the trauma team ready and on standby, and we prepare. We've taken the step of having that trauma cart ready to go whenever we need it. Not because we know it's going to happen, but because we'll be ready when it does. Right? We're just ready. We're ready to push the trauma code and run in there and take care of it so somebody can get on with their life. And that's what we got to do when we're feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to play you the episode that was self-brain surgery number 15. It was a while back. Um, I think it ran, it was almost a, almost 100 episodes ago. It was episode 74 of season three. Self-brain surgery tip number 15 was what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed. So I'm going to give you that now. It's seven or eight minutes. It's got some David Crowder music in it. And that's trauma rounds for today, friends. Just a quick thing. Don't forget wl1md.com slash prayer. Prayer is a great way to deal with overwhelm. And praying for other people helps you get out of your own head and get on to somebody else's problem for a little bit, and then you realize that, hey, we're all in this together. And by the way, this trauma rounds for today is really for me. I've got so much going on in my brain right now. I have to stop and remember what to do when I'm feeling that way. And I just want to give that to you today. It's trauma rounds, okay? We'll do this once in a while when something pops up like that. Your self-brain surgery tip number 15. It's an episode. It's about seven or eight minutes. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you have an amazing day. We're praying for you. We love you. And I just have to remind you, when the trauma code happens, we don't wait for tomorrow. We start today. Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's about four o'clock in the morning on Friday, 17 December 2021. Tata's having his coffee. He's doing great after surgery, and Lord willing, we'll be back with Tuesdays with Tata this week. Keep praying for him. And it's getting close to Christmas, and I know there's lots of people. Lisa's one of them, all of us. But um, if you're especially planning for family to get together and shopping and finishing your Christmas list and putting up your tree and doing all that stuff before the end of the year, you can feel pretty overwhelmed. It's easy to get to a, a place where you just feel like there's more to do than can be done, and not even simpler things like getting ready for Christmas, but sometimes it's, I can't get all these bills paid, or I'm not sure where the next meal is going to come from, or if you're like our uh, guy on our prayer wall, Danny, in New York City, like you don't have a place to sleep. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. Spend a second out on the prayer wall, wl1md.com slash prayer, and you'll see a lot of people who are dealing with overwhelm with medical issues and family issues and all kinds of things so it's easy to feel overwhelmed and we're just praying for y'all and i'm praying for you and i hope you're praying for us as we finish up this year and get ready to start strong but i just wanted to give you a minute today if, if it's just a matter of having more to do than you think you can do i want to give you a self brain surgery tip number 15 when i was a kid my dad used to say hey if you got to eat an elephant it can be a lot and you can kind of be overwhelmed by it but the way to eat an elephant is just one bite at a time. Like you, you really can't do more than take one bite at a time to get that elephant eaten, right? Now, I hope you're not planning on eating an elephant for Christmas. But, but here's self-brain surgery tip number 15 in the spirit of what my dad taught me. The secret to overcoming overwhelm is to quit worrying about all the things you need to do and pick one of them and do it and then do that again. 
and you'll feel much better and you'll have two less things to do. So here's the deal. When you have way more than you think you can do, it's easy to just get stuck looking at the pile of stuff and actually not get anything done. And I know you know what that's like. I've been there. All of us have been there. So the answer is just focus on one of those things and say, hey, I'm going to knock this one out. I'm going to scratch that one off my list, and I'm going to move on to the next one. And guess what will happen? You won't get all of it done in one day probably, but you'll have several less things to do. Self-brain surgery tip number 15, the secret to overcoming overwhelm is to stop worrying about all the things you need to do. Pick one and do it, and then do that again, and you'll feel so much better, and you'll have two less things to do. Here's a couple of scriptures for you. Jesus said, Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, Matthew six thirty four. The point, the point of that, don't spend all day today worrying about stuff that's coming tomorrow. Take care of what you can take care of today. Isaiah forty one ten. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He's going to help you get this pile of stuff done. Psalm twenty seven one. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Friend, there's a lot going on in the world, and it's easy to feel overwhelmed. But self-brain surgery tip number 15, the secret to overcoming overwhelm is to stop worrying about all the things you need to do. Pick one and do it. Do that again. You'll feel better, and you'll have two less things to do. Here's David Crowder. Come as you are. I'll talk to you tomorrow, friend, but you start today. From wherever you've been